how do you calm the chaos and get your team back on track? Because last minute fire drills, interruptions, and real emergencies can become a permanent way of life if you're not careful. Hey, it's David, and you're listening to Leadership Without Losing Your Soul, your source for practical leadership inspiration, tools, and strategies you can use to achieve transformational results without sacrificing your humanity or your mind in the process. Welcome. We are starting season eight, episode one of season eight here. So excited you can be with us and looking forward to another great season. We've got some great guests coming up this season who have some unique things to share with us, and I know you're going to want to hear from them. Uh, Also, if you are listening anywhere close to real time, we are in June and for the month of June and June only, Amazon is running a special on the Kindle edition of Courageous Cultures how to build teams of micro innovators, problem solvers, and customer advocates. And so if you have a team uh, of folks who haven't read yet, this is a great opportunity for the price of one hardback full, full price copy. You could give everyone on your team a copy of Courageous Cultures and walk through it together. So take advantage of that if you're in real time. And again, if you're not, we appreciate you being here anyway. Bonus for those who are listening as they come out. All right, so today we are talking about getting your team back on track when there's distractions. So, you know, we talk a lot on this show about mind the MIT and staying focused on what matters most and paying attention to those things. And when we have these conversations with leaders, one of the most common objections, questions, concerns that people have is, listen, you don't understand my world. It's There's chaos, there's interruptions, there's fire drills, there's all kinds of crazy going on. And what do we do with that? How do you lead through that? How do you manage that? And at the same time, help your team make progress and help yourself make progress on the strategic objectives, the things that are going to move your business forward, help your team accomplish the bigger, longer-term goals that need to happen. So today, that's what we're talking about. How do you calm the chaos and get your team back on track? Because last-minute fire drills, interruptions, and real emergencies can become a permanent way of life if you're not careful. So let's get your team back on track by planning ahead with these five steps. First thing we're gonna realize, distractions and interruptions, they are a part of life. They're not going away. You can do some things to reduce them, fine. But they're gonna happen and they'll make you crazy if you let them. So if your day seems to be a series of distractions and your team isn't making progress on the important strategic priorities that matter most, first thing you want to do is to actually clarify what matters most. Does your team know the MIT or the most important thing? Do they understand what strategic priorities matter most to their success as a team, to your department's success, to your organization's success? And do they know the critical daily and weekly behaviors that will lead to success? So if distractions are running rampant and you feel like you're always in reaction mode, first thing is, do you have a guiding north star of where you're going? The clearly defined MITs. Otherwise, your team's always going to be reactive and distracted by the unexpected and the urgent. Okay, so first step, get the team back on track. Clearly define what on track looks like. If you've got that, next thing we want to do, step two is to expect the unexpected. 
This is where you probably know more about your emergencies, the fire drills, and your interruptions than you might think. I mean, we've worked with so many leaders who feel out of control, but when you sit down and talk through the distractions, there are usually just a few things causing the majority of the problems. One of the most extreme examples, we had a client who uh, was in a business that the seasonality and the sensitivity for their business to temperature fluctuations was pretty extreme. Uh, They were in an energy uh, sector. And so they were constantly having fire drills. Oh my gosh, it's so cold. What are we going to do? Oh my gosh, it's so hot. What are we going to do? You know, and in the conversation with them, it's like, listen, you only have three scenarios to plan for here. It's either going to be kind of in a normal standard temperature about what you expect historically, or it's going to be too hot, or it's going to be too cold. You know these things. There's Those are your only options, right? All right, so that's an extreme example, but can you take 15 minutes with your team and f- uh, quickly figure out how to expect the unexpected? So what do you do? Start by listing out your most common distractions. Once you have that list, then you can map them onto a graph by asking two questions. So just do a quick two-axis process visual graph. How commonly does this happen and how disruptive is it? If it's super disruptive and very common, that's going to be a high priority type of distraction. But if it's not very disruptive and it doesn't happen very often, then you're going to put that at the bottom of the list. But your what I call quadrant run, the quadrant one, the most disruptive and the most common distractions, those are the things you want to address first. You know they're going to happen. You know they're going to cost you the most time, money, and energy. Then if you have more time to devote, move down to the things that are most disruptive but least common. Then over to most common but least disruptive. And then you can usually safely ignore quadrant four, which are the least disruptive and the least common. All right, step three, plan your response. You know now the interruptions and emergencies that cause you the most trouble. Let's plan a response. You have ways of doing your core work, processes that you know work. We identified those critical behaviors that lead to success. Build the same kind of processes to handle distractions and get back to your MIT, to what matters most. This will shorten the time it takes you to get your team back on track. All right, so I don't use many sports analogies, but I'm going to go with one here. You're watching a football, American football game, and there is a fumble. The ball hits the ground. As soon as that football hits the ground, Everybody knows that if they're nearby, it's their job to either pick it up and run with it or else jump on it and wrap it up and protect it. That's the plan. Once you have possession of the ball, you get back to your game plan. So let's say one of your common but important disruptive distractions is a customer who's escalating to your executive office. It's important, and it needs to be handled with urgency and care. So how can you and your team build a standard way of responding so you minimize the time and drama spent addressing the situation and get back to your strategic work? Without a process, it's easy for this urgent situation to involve uh, into more people than are necessary, frenetically working to address the issue, updating their bosses, duplicating effort. But maybe your planned response could look like, first, the executive receives the call, sends it to a designated on-call manager who's going to coordinate response efforts. 
Number two, after they understand the situation, the on-call manager will contact the customer and inform them they're working on the situation and collect any additional information. Step three, the on-call manager also informs the social media team and any other customer communication channels in case the customer is escalating there as well so that all communication is coordinated. And then step four, the on-call manager coordinates the response, contacts the customer, and closes the loop with the executive office. It's a plan for the things that are gonna happen. All right, number four, maintain margin. This is one of the most overlooked ways to prevent distractions from overwhelming your day and keep your team and, uh, on track and help them get back on track. Plan for them. If you schedule your team every day with wall-to-wall -wall meetings and deadlines that have to happen today, you have a fragile system. There's no margin for error and it can't absorb any shocks to the system. Any interruption will knock over that house of cards and predictably ruin your results. So you've mapped out your interruptions. You've mapped out how frequently they happen. Besides planning your response, plan your margin in order to respond. Who needs room in their daily, weekly calendar to absorb those things that you know will happen with some frequency? And if you have one of those magical days where there aren't any of those emergencies or fire drills or interruptions, great. That's more time to work on your MIT or build relationships or do the other important work that leads to the long term. All right, and now we get to number five, which is where many people try to start. But once we've done everything else, this becomes easier. Number five, eliminate causes. As you examine the most common and disruptive distractions, it's time to start asking how you can eliminate them. Is there a problem in your user experience that, that you can fix? Will a new process prevent those errors? I remember a client who, long after the technology was there, was still processing so much on paper, and it was causing all kinds of unneeded headaches for their staff, for their patients, everyone involved. And moving to an online system took a little bit of work, but made life way easier for them in the long run. Is there a frequent communication breakdown you can address? You don't have to have all the answers. Bring your team together, show them what a successful idea will achieve, and then ask them for their thoughts on how to solve the issue. So those are the five steps to get your team back on track and calm the chaos, deal with distractions, and stay focused on what's gonna matter most in the long term. To recap, number one, clarify what matters most. Number two, expect the unexpected. Number three, plan your response, particularly for the most disruptive, most common distractions and interruptions. Number four, maintain margin in your scheduling to deal with those things. And then number five, work on eliminating the causes, particularly of your most disruptive, most common. It is easy to let exceptions become the rule and turn your days into whirlwinds of frantic reactivity. But if you can take a few minutes to identify the most common distractions and build a routine response, it will save you time, energy, and help you get your team back on track, focused on what matters most. Hey, thanks for listening today. And before we wrap up, I want to invite you to do two things. One is I love answering your questions, and I hope that you'll send in a question you have related to leadership management. Um, that you'd like me to answer. It could be related to a previous episode or a challenge that you're facing in your work. Love to answer that for you. 
You can do that at david.die, D-Y-E, at letsgrowleaders.com. Or you can go to leadershipwithoutlosingyoursoul.com, click the big orange button, record your question there, and uh, maybe we'll be able to use that in a future episode. And then the second thing I'd like to invite you to do is if you know a leader who is a human-centered leader, they're achieving great business results, I would love to have them on a guest and have them share some of their wisdom so we can all learn from them together. Uh, Same thing. You can... uh, Send the nomination in at either of those locations, um, david.die at letsgrowleaders.com or at the podcast website, leadershipwithoutlosingyoursoul.com. All right, well, that's it for today. I'd love to hear from you as well. What would you add? How do you help your team stay focused despite all the inevitable distractions that happen? Until next time, be the leader you'd want your boss to be. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.